Hey there, people. Welcome to episode four, Alien Intelligences. Um, I guess you're only going to get to see my face every other episode because today um, I'm going to be talking over footage of a campfire that I recorded on uh, from a camping trip earlier in the week. Um, I... If you if you listen to the last episode towards the end, I I was a little disappointed that I didn't get to talk about the aliens while I was um, sitting around the campfire because I thought it was going to be a good match with the material because I thought you know aliens can get a little spooky sometimes and um, sitting around the campfire telling spooky stories is always fun, but um, it it just didn't work it just didn't work out. There was um. There was just too many, too many things. Um, mos- there was a whole bunch of mosquitoes. There was there was a constant road noise um, from outside the campsite. You could hear, and then inside the campsite, the spots were just packed real close together. So um, it just it just wasn't it just didn't happen. And uh, but I think I actually think this is going to work out better um, because if you look at the symbolism of it. Um, what, um, what happened, what happens, uh, what happened in my experiences, at least with, um, these intelligences or these alien intelligences is that, um, you get, there's almost like a, um, your reality, you almost get into a new reality. Like you get detached or dissociated, um, from the world that you've known or, um, and so I'm, I'm thinking that me commenting over a, um, a video from earlier in the week, it kind of, um, it kind of matches with that symbolism of, um, I don't, I think altered, altered state of consciousness might be a, a better word than, um, detached or dissociated, um, I guess this, those are more um, scientific words, um, words that science uses, detached or associated. Altered states, though, um, I do, there is some, okay, well, okay. There's a ton of material I've got to cover here, so I'm, I'm probably going to have to, I'm probably going to have to backtrack a bit. Um, or c- come back to certain topics, but I, um, so I'll get into altered states in a little bit, but as far as why I think this works out better, I think, like I said, um, I think the symbolism was better, but at the end of the last episode, I was also, um, commenting that for me, um, trying to, trying to remember the actual experiences, the details, like the specifics, it um, it's it was surprisingly hard. Um, not like not the general um, some you know, um, you know, if people see a UFO or something big dramatic happens to them, people aren't gonna forget that. But sometimes the details um, can get um a little um sketchy and I. One of the reasons I propose for that is that um, you, there's 
like there's not really a whole lot to compare it to like if you um like if you if you want to view it as an altered state of reality some you know there's certain there's certain altered states we're we're familiar with um you know having a glass of wine or um runners high or things like that you know you've probably had hundreds or thousands of experiences with those altered states but um some of the some of the experiences i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about today there's really there's nothing else to compare it to you just got that one that one thing that happened um or the couple things that happened so um, so I think this works better for the symbolism. I think it works better for helping me to personally focus just on telling the story and not having a, to play a game. Um, we'll see how it goes. I hope it's. I hope there's at least um, something to look at. I got an hour. I got an hour of the campfire recorded. Um, I think. I don't know how much I'm gonna be able to get into alien stuff. Um, there's a lot of it if you go on my um if you go on my blog um i've written um i've written a a, a few articles um about aliens so far i got a part one part two and part three up on my blog um I don't um I'll see how I can fit that stuff in. Um I do want to talk about it eventually. This this might end this might end up being a multi-part um episode just like the um blog posts. Um but um so you can check those out um if you're looking for um, some books in the book section of my website on UFOs, um, these are these are um, some of the books I've I've uh, read about aliens. Um, they're all good. Um, one of them that's not on here. Uh, there's a few books that I have to put up on my website. I got to write the reviews for all of them too. But um, this one about aliens, missing time, and this is gonna tie into the first story um, from my childhood um, because I did have um, missing time in that in that encounter or. Um, but, um, this is a good book. Um, it gets a little spooky when he talks about, um, the aliens and what they look like and the, like the color, their skin, how it's kind of marshmallowy. Um, the texture is marshmallowy, like a grayish white. Um, yeah, there's um 
when you hear strange stuff like that, they call that high strangeness. So the stranger something is, usually the truer it is. I had a friend growing up who had a, um abduction experience, and he said that the aliens, um, they smelled like um, burnt styrofoam, um, which is interesting because... Um, Whitley Strieber, Strieber, I'm not sure how you say his last name, this story, um, Communion, this was a bit, this was a bestseller in I think the mid 80s, but he also talks about um, what the aliens smelled like, and um, he describes them smelling like wet cardboard, so you got really strange um reports burnt styrofoam wet cardboard um the streber story actually is where um that's where the whole pop culture phenomenon of uh, anal probing um came from uh saturday night live i think um started you know making fun of um the anal probing thing but that came from this story so um yeah there's a lot of good books on aliens this one is a three volume set this is the middle volume real good um john q so these are all good um i haven't put this up yet this one's real good and um alter states yeah i said i wanted to get back to this um this um, this was a movie. Alter States was a 1980 movie. Uh, it was uh, starred William Hurt, um, but it was based on the life uh, and work of um, Dr. John Lilly, um, who did a lot of research in the isolation tanks. And... Um, so, but that's going to tie into not my childhood story, but my, um, one of my more recent stories with, um, this shape shifting. This get, there's, um, this movie gets into shape shifting. Um, and so, yeah, that's good. Um, and, this can also be about shapeshift. Now I'll come back to this, but uh, here's another book that I haven't put up on, on my website. Um, Rule by Secrecy. Another. This is a real good book. Actually, one of these reviewers makes a really, a really good point. Um, I need to find the review. Uh, let's see. But. Well, the reviewer, what he points out is that, um, I can't find it. Um, anyways, he compares, he compares this book to, um, uh, Helena, um, Blavatsky, uh, from the Theos Theosophical Society. Um, she wrote, uh, 
a bunch of books of secret doctrine isis unveiled isis unveiled was actually um one of I, uh, albert einstein's um favorite books and it's interesting that um um how he came up with uh his theory of relativity that was through a thought experiment it wasn't like an actual um physical um experimentation it was a thought experiment which if you um if you kind of step back and think about it that's that's uh sounds like mystical practice um thought experiments so um you got to wonder uh if um you know um where is the line between uh science and magic if um one of the greatest scientists uh in our history is um getting inspiration from um spiritualist uh philosophy um anyways okay so yeah i just wanted to point those out um yeah the shape shift um yeah um okay so well one of the things i guess we kind of been talking about the mind um all along um Uh, with the near-death experience, but it's really, um, it's going to get a lot into the mind in this episode, and um, I've written about this point a lot, I don't know if I brought it up in the um, the podcast or the video cast yet, but um there's there's certain laws of of the mind of consciousness like you know people talk about scientific laws like you know gravity if you throw something up it'll come back down well there's also certain laws of the mind and um one of the one of the most important and the simplest ones is that um, you get you're gonna get what you concentrate on. Like whatever you're thinking about, that will become your reality. Um, and the specifics of how that law works is so you you have so if there's an equation, right? You have something at the end of the equation that you want, right? The end. You talk about pe- people want people want to justify. Um, the end by whatever means necessary so the means are how you get to the end um so you have the means you do something and then you get your result at the end well people people um incorrectly believe that they can do they can do whatever as far as the means to uh, to accomplish um the goal so if their end or their goal is um, peace a lot of people mistakenly believe that they can use war to achieve peace which is you it's you can't it won't happen it, you, it's like trying to violate a law of um, physics if you want peace at the end the means have to be peaceful it's it's just it, it, it's just how how the world works and um so um yeah, well, and so yeah, so one of the um, 
So this has to do with the mind. These are laws of the mind. And it's, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if you ever have a, a boss or a manager who says, like, well, it, just do, do whatever it takes. Like, I just want it done. That person who says that, they, they don't know what they want or they don't care what they want at the end or else they wouldn't say do whatever you would do whatever it takes if you really wanted it like no that's not true um that person doesn't know what they want um or else they wouldn't say that well and here's the thing too um that person's kind of insane for saying that it'd be the same as um trying to violate a law of physics you know if someone came up to you and said i'm gonna jump 300 meters into the air you'd be like dude you're insane that's never gonna happen well these people come up to you and they're like you would do whatever it takes if you really wanted it badly enough that that statement is just as insane or and absurd as someone saying they're gonna jump 300 meters into the air um why why this hasn't been acknowledged or realized i you know i don't know um so um um well and here's the thing that person who says that is insane but some people they'll actually like listen to that person that boss or manager or whatever who says we'll do whatever they'll they'll hear that insanity and then they'll actually listen to that insanity so you got you if if that conversation was happening inside one person's mind where they got one part of themselves that was saying dude just do whatever it takes man and then the other part of their mind says okay 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 you you won like you got one, you've got a crazy person but then the even crazier person is the person who listens to the crazy person so um I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Um, but this is happening and it's ha- it happens all the time. And I think it has to do with people devaluing um, thoughts as actual things or products. Um, unless, so people kind of are um, prejudiced or discriminate against well if it's not if it's not something I can hold in my hand then it's not important. Well, um that that thinking that mindset has to change because thoughts are are just as important as um as um actual physical objects thoughts thoughts are things they um they attract other things like a physical magnet would um your thoughts actually create the world around you they bring things into your world um thoughts are things people get you know people people make a living people get paid for their thoughts that's what you know that's what comedians do um you know you have a lot of professions that um psychologists uh defense attorneys self-help teachers a lot of people you know consultants they their product is a thought and they get compensated for it um 
it's it's very it's very it's very strange that unless people are like in a desperate situation like they desperately need to laugh or they desperately need self-help or desperately need a defense lawyer it's like until they're desperate they don't want to acknowledge that that reality of thoughts um how important and powerful um of a product they are and a thing they are and um so um yeah it's um anyways so um and that's what i was kind of getting at with uh this um so this this is a I ran across this um, sure signs a plant needs a bigger pot um, and I mentioned shape-shifting but this I think this actually has um, a lot of practical um, application um, so um, so what happens um, what happens when a plant grows too big for its pot so it says um it won't absorb water so um it, it's a, it'll it'll tip over it'll become unstable um you also get some uh some damage um it'll it'll actually damage the pot um and so you can actually apply these same symptoms you know um to to a person that's in a environment that's too restrictive um this was what i was i talked a little bit about this with um when i was telling the story about my eyesight so don't be the don't be the pot <laughs> that what they it's fine if the pot grows with the plant. If the if the if the pot if the pot stays flexible, um, and it allows progress and it doesn't restrict, um, so um, anyways, um, so yeah, let that was a long way off from aliens. Not really though, because it's gonna come back. It's going to come back to the mind, um, which everything is going to come back to. But these are um, these are mental laws. These, um, what I'm talking about, and so you know you have because um, this is going to relate to the stories with the aliens. Like they're whatever you um, whatever you believe them to be, they will take on that um that um um thing because i'm you know so i'm bringing this up because in um in most of my experiences there's a there's um a terrifying aspect uh scary um traumatic and so it would be very easily it would be very easy to um to label um these encounters or experiences with aliens as negative because um you know how scared you are or how scary it can be um 
Um, so, but that's only if you look at it as as a negative. So like that, yeah, that pot that's too small for the plant. Um, that pot is gonna look at the plant and um, in a negative way and be like, why are, why are you trying to damage me? And uh, but you know, um, so it's it's how you it's how you look at it. Um, and this, uh, you know, this is they got the Rourke Shark uh, ink blot test, right? You ask people to look at this thing and and ask them what they see. Um, it really is interesting. Um, okay, I need to regroup and then we'll get into the story. Hey, hey guys. Um, so I um I'm back on. Uh, this is another. It's a different day. You could probably see. Yesterday was a fourth. Today's a fifth. Super Bowl Sunday. Um, I've regrouped. I listened to that first segment of the um, uh, the recording I did, and that got dangerously close to a rant. Um, when I was talking about the mental laws, I do want to um, I do want to say one more thing, um related to the um getting what you concentrate on and what I was saying about bosses who tell you to do whatever it takes um some people not, might not ever ha- had someone in their life like that so um this is a real good movie that uh really examines um these things that I'm talking about these mental laws and actually, so this is the movie Whiplash from 2014. Um, and, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, so this is, so this is considered art movie right now. But in the future, who knows, man, this might be like science because once people understand this stuff, it really, it's really, um, you can do some amazing things with it, some amazing um, um, effects in the physical world, which is what science and technology does. So, the premise of this story, for people not familiar, basically you have a young, young drummer uh, who wants to be great, and this instructor will stop at nothing. Basically, ab- stop at nothing means he abuses this guy to try to get his full potential out of him. Um, right, so it says... Um, so... J.K. Simmons, what he it says, he's trying, he's trying desperately to find and develop the next jazz le- legend. So that's what the teacher wants. At the end, the teacher wants to find and develop the next jazz legend. That's what that's the end, 
And so the student wants to be that next jazz legend. So we know so we know what both of them want at the end, each person. He wants to develop greatness and he wants to be great. So I tried to simplify this. I was telling you how this can work as an equation. So we know what they both want at the end. They want greatness. Here's the thing. Okay, so like this reviewer mentioned, uh, this guy, the teacher, he's trying to find, desperately trying to find. So he's looking for greatness. That's what he's doing. And so what do you think gonna, he's going to get at the end? If he's looking for greatness, he's still going to be looking at the end because that's what he's doing. How you get greatness, how you find greatness, you actually have to you actually have to find it. That's what you you have to ex, you have to accept you're already great. You are you have to so you have a saying where people they talk about faking it until they make it. Somehow these people have um, have have live in a world where the future happens before the present. Um, so these people fake it. They already they. I'm I'm gonna do a, um, probably a separate episode on on uh, this emo the emotions and stuff. Um, if you've read some of my blog posts, but. Okay, so I think I think that's explained well enough, but it's so simple that I don't know how people um, get so confused about it. Like um, this guy, like you know, um, he, and here's the thing. Um, okay, so this is again, this is like this is we're talking generally here, right? Um, if you the specifics of how this works okay so if you want greatness at the end you have to acknowledge that it's already there okay so where though where is this greatness if it's at the end people are having trouble seeing it right now and the reason why is because greatness comes from within it, it's you're not going to find it outside anywhere laying around um, in the physical world. It's going to be it because the physical world, it's all a projection of what's inside, what's inside. So you got to look inside and realize that there's greatness. It's already there. You just got to get out of the way of it and it will express itself. The problems come when people uh set up obstacles and abuse and roadblocks and they um they restrict that greatness and it comes it comes out in extreme injurious ways with whiplash and trauma so just get out of the way you don't need to abuse anyone greatness is already there it's inside of you um it's just it's very it's a uh, um people like to people like to um make um 
dramatic uh plays i'm not you know i'm not i'm not criticizing i'm just observing and commenting on on the mechanics of how these laws work um so yeah so the greatness is it's already there and here's the thing here's another one of the things about that greatness is that okay so what makes something great okay we this is a general the general is that it's already there the specifics is that it's inside it's it's an inward thing okay so um if you're if you're looking for it it's there already you don't need to look it's inside and it's unique um that's that's one of the that's one of the defining traits of greatness is it's 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 not like anything else um otherwise you why you would just uh have the thing you already have it it's different it's it's new it's unique so the idea that someone is going to tell you or instruct you on how to be your on how to be yourself that's absurd and ridiculous um if you want if you want to be unique and yourself um nobody can tell you nobody can tell you how to be yourself you just have to practice well first you have to realize it's there you have a unique greatness in you and you have to practice just being yourself and it'll come out it's hard it's hard to be yourself it's hard to um yeah it, it it's um it's a hard thing to do because um you know uh, that's an entirely different rant uh, but okay i just i had brought that up and i just wanted to kind of put a cap on it um i'm sure i'm sure it'll come up again because it's such a simple but controversial thing so um and then so the other um the other thing i wanted to cover before i got into um the actual the meat of the story is that um i'm just just like with this um you know just like with this i'm i this is how the world is i'm just the messenger don't don't shoot me i'm just reporting i'm just reporting you know um what's out there and so with um and so when I get into the, the alien story here, you know, don't the world's a strange place. It's 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 stranger, it's curiouser than we can we can even imagine. So, um, okay. So with that said, um, let me um, let me get into the story. Oh, okay. I lied. There was one. There was one last um, thing that related to uh, these. The, um, the mental laws I was just talking about with the, um, you know, the boss who says do do whatever it takes, or um, the um, the uh, abusive instructor we're just talking about with whiplash. Um, so this one of these stories I'm about to um, I'm about to tell you. Uh, the last person I told this story to, um, he he remarked to me at the end that uh, you know I should. I should be careful who I share it with. Um, 
so, um, you know, and, and so again, this is kind of the same thing we were just talking about. Um, but it's just, it's kind of dressed up in a different disguise. And a lot of things end up being this very simple equation where the, what you want at the end, you have to be doing all along. So, so this, um, this friend that said, you know, be careful, be careful who you share that with. He's, uh, in other words, he's saying, um, you know, don't be reckless that there's, um, that there, um, that, you know, that, uh, you know, you have to be careful, you know, you have to be careful of a lot of things. People say that about a lot of things. Like you have to, you know, be careful what you wish for, or be careful who you keep company with or who you trust. So, um, here's the thing that, that mindset, that outlook on life where you're constantly, on the lookout or paranoid or um well you know just like we were just talking about if that's what you're doing all along as the means you know what it's very easy to calculate what you're gonna have at the end is you're gonna at the end you're gonna be you know paranoid and scared and um so um while i can well, I can appreciate and understand when someone says that. Um, I don't have to blindly obey or or uh, just you know implement that um, those thoughts into um, into my. Um, so I take that statement and I reject it, and and I've analyzed it and. What this the thought the thought that i'm gonna focus on instead the thought or the product that we said are real things so i'm not gonna focus on the fear or the bad things that are that will happen you know what i'm gonna go ahead and be reckless because what i want at the end is i want to be able to express myself freely and sometimes Sometimes be I feel like being reckless, and um, as long as I'm only being reckless with myself, then I should be able to express that th that feeling freely. So if I want, if at the end I want freedom of expression, guess what? In our little simple equation, at the if that's what I want at the end, I'm gonna have to express myself freely all along so um yeah it, it really it really takes uh, it takes a little bit of practice in order to change that mindset where you're um you're really conscious of the thoughts that you're um focusing on and putting your energy and your concentration on because you will get you will get that thing if you if you focus on the fear and the consequences and the danger and the scariness you'll get that stuff but if you if you if you if you choose what you know um the thoughts you're going to hold in your head like your freedom of expression um you know it, it it takes a little bit of practice and you know that it's really 
it's a really important thing because, you know, um, well, how do you know? How do you, people like to people like to assume that? Yeah, I'm, I have freedom. I can I can do whatever I want. But you know, go go ahead and try it. Go out. Go out. Um, go like right now. Ex- you know, express yourself freely. Do you, can you can you do that? Do you actually have freedom? If you can't express yourself freely, then that's um, that's not real freedom. Um, it's uh, something else, which is an, another rant entirely. But it, this all, it all relates, like I said, these are mental laws. And um, I don't want to be repetitive, but those, you know, the, that little uh, trilogy of examples, the do whatever it takes, the, um, the abusive uh, teacher, uh, and, you know, the um, freedom of expression. So, um it's just it you know i i'm hope that's why i'm hoping that the more examples i bring up of each thing that it'll be it'll it'll start to get clear like with this story i was saying if it's just one if it's just one or two things in your entire life it's kind of it's kind of hard those those memories or that the, the focus of those thoughts it you know they kind of um they kind of get buried in all the other thoughts so um yeah you really got to focus on uh so um and okay but this this same concept of uh thoughts attracting other thoughts and and so um so the story i'm gonna tell about my most recent um calling an alien experience um that um while it while there was the one singular incident that took place about it was about three years ago almost exactly um so if you read my book i talked about it that um um that month it was march because i talked about the march madness basketball tournament was going on but that whole month was um there was a lot of strange things going on but it had gone it had gone on um it it had built up to that month because um you know after the whole golf um venture had collapsed it was there were it there was strange things that just kind of started started building on each other and the strange things started attracting other things and it it kind of culminated in that month where um um you just had strange things piling up on top of each other and um so and it's and it's interesting to me this is not related to the aliens this has more to do with free will and how time works and stuff like that but it 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 is it's one of the things that it it makes me um think about with like um especially my life because i've had so many uh different um careers or jobs you know like um i was in uh you know medicine and then um and then I switched to completely different um, 
a job with the play and poker, and then again with screenwriting, and then and then again with golf. And I'm on, you know, it makes you wonder, like, um, um, how. Like if it, it like if you're born with like a like like stuff you have to stuff you like unconsciously you're I guess stuff you want to get done right like there's a like what I talked about with my camping trip like there's a vague outline of stuff you want to get done but the free will I think part of it is the the specifics of how that stuff gets done so like um so if you're if your goal was to like shake things up, like uh, you know, just stir up some some uh, some discussion or um, conversation, it does. I'm thinking the the free will is the like the specifics of that. Um, like you, there's a lot of ways to stir like stir up uh, controversy. You know, you can stir it up in medicine. You can. You know, so I, I'm just, I'm wondering, so anyways, that, like I said, there's, that's an entirely, um, different, um, and, and so I want, I also want to, before I get into the, um, recent, um, um, alien story, so the first one, I, I feel like it's not, um, I don't feel like there's a whole lot there other than the missing time, because, um well i mean i who knows because right now i'm kind of labeling that that my i said i've had several experiences the first one i remember was um was early in childhood i don't know how old i was somewhere around you know five six seven years old somewhere around that age and i'll i'm labeling a ghost story but you know who knows because um you know when people report aliens they a lot of times there's gray the gray aliens but there's also people report different different types of beings like glowing beings that were wearing robes with flowing hair and there's um you know or intelligent orbs of energy there's um you know the 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 reports of aliens can run the gamut so um um this what the one in my childhood it was it was it was um it was just kind of like a shimmering a shimmering intelligent thing that appeared in my room um the lights were completely on i guess i was you know i don't know getting ready for bed and reading or doing something and uh, you know the lights completely on this this um outline of shimmering type material or matter it appeared you know near my door i don't i don't recall i don't recall seeing it come through the door i don't it just materialized um and you know um obviously it was a little terrified um not not knowing exactly what it was and um this feeling uh is similar to to the most recent story because i'm going to talk about how 
I felt like I had my willpower, my willpower to act or move was, was, um, had been shut off or like a kill switch thrown on, on, uh, on, um, I for sure had that feeling with the recent one. When I was a child, I don't know, um, uh, well, I remember thinking, you know, I probably should, I should probably scream for my mommy or something. Um, you know, because when I was younger, I think my, you know, my sister never really, she always had problems when she slept. Uh, and she would always run into my parents' room. And um, I never, I re- I'd never really had those problems on, uh, until this one night. And, um, it's kind of funny because this ties into kids are always talking about having imaginary friends and um not always but some yeah so i'm you know yeah i'm wondering who who you know who was actually messing with my sister um um because i was for sure messed with and i and i'm one yeah that's why i'm wondering why didn't i go running for help was i had a flip um a switch been flipped and I was being kind of held there because what happened so it appeared near the door I guess I was you know I was in my bed and the door was near the foot of my bed and um so this thing appeared I got terrified I, th- those thoughts went through my head like I wonder if I can scream or go get help but I didn't say I didn't didn't make any noises I didn't move and I was, I was kind of waiting for this thing to like, I guess, um, declare itself or identify or, you know, um, identify who, what it was, some type of communication. I was, I guess, you know, what, what does it want? Um, and I guess I found out by its actions. It, I didn't get any telepathic messages, and um, you know, I was kind of, yeah, I'm sure that was like the main, the main. Um, intent that i was broadcasting like what does it want and it responded by um so it was at the foot of the bed near the door it it didn't it came like around the bed so i'm thinking that's why i'm thinking it didn't come through the door it just kind of materialized because that would be, that would have been the shortest route to um to come get next to me would just come straight straight up the bed but it went like around it came up on my left side and i was the whole time it was doing this i was thinking you know it hasn't answered the question i don't i still don't know what it wants and it kept getting closer and closer and at some point i was like well i think it wants to get inside my body because it was kind of like enveloping enveloping me and um and then at some point i was like i think i must have the thought went through my head that i need i need to leave i need to like you know how people talk about going to their happy place when um when trauma is going on well so yeah i think i kind of imagined myself in like a, a disney cartoon or a bugs bunny cartoon or something and so yeah i just i lost um i lost consciousness and i went i i guess i just dissociated because in my mind i was like well this thing i asked it what it wants it's 
it's kind of creep it's kind of floating or it's creeping towards me and it and it and it seems like it wants to get in my body and my thinking was you, you know you can't have two i'm already in here right you can't have two people in one body so i was like i guess i need to leave if it wants my body uh and so i left and that's the um that's the missing time i'm i was um talking about earlier with uh with that with the bud hopkins book so yeah i'm in my mind i don't know who knows it that was that was the experience i had and you know it was a little it was a little traumatic because i remember for i don't know for how long afterwards i just remember you know going to sleep the next night thinking yeah yeah i wonder if that's going to happen again (laughs) um even though i don't know what happened because like i said i um i lost consciousness and that's not something it's not something that i you know i ever actually had a history or a habit of doing i know some people you know they faint they faint or they lose consciousness like fairly often it's just you know like some people get bloody noses like that just wasn't a thing you know i played football i took a lot of hits to the head um never really you know never had a loss of consciousness um like that so you know on the surface it it kind of seems like i guess just a standard ghost story but you know um it would be interesting to see maybe if there's uh something more there um through like regressive hypnosis to um to look into that missing time and i think there's a couple related subjects about that um if you you know if you look into the literature where people talk about where they talk about uh, like soul walk-ins um where like someone someone will walk out of the body and a new soul will walk in um and I've, I've heard even people take that concept and they say you can even get like a hybrid a hybrid soul where the one coming in and the one leaving they'll they'll combine or fuse or hybridize and the, i don't you know i don't know it could so in my mind i don't I, you know i don't know um um so that's the that's the first story um so let yeah let me talk about the more recent one let me regroup again because i think i went along um hang on okay um i checked the time and this has gotten um this has gotten a little unwieldy already i think i'm already close to an hour um into this and i just I, i've just started getting into the stories um so i think i'm just gonna i think i'm just gonna go ahead and keep talking and then if i have to chop it up at the end i don't know we'll see how it goes um i did want to make a couple more comments about the last story from my childhood that i think are uh, pertinent to the to the other story so i said i had several experiences and so that first one obviously um you know i was so young um there was uh, you know that um 
obviously what there was no um psychedelic influence or um well because i i you know i have had um i did have experiences with um other kinds of intelligence and um you know with 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 psychedelics um like um taryn uh terrence mckenna is one of the one of the big ones that that talks about um or he talks about he talks about um machine elves self-transforming machine elves um that he talks about that he could see and that he interacted with and not just the elves i think you know um some of his other books he talks about some interactions with intelligences down in the the jungle of the amazon uh, with his brother and um true hallucinations and the invisible landscape anyways um so um that that experience from when i was a child that was also um you know i had a there was something visually that um that i was interacting with um because some of my other stories there was you could um there were effects and you could feel stuff but you couldn't see anything but the story from my childhood i could actually i could actually see i told you the shimmering or the um you know the 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 um the 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 whatever the space matter um space time matter whatever this thing it was it was affecting it was affecting the atmosphere um and it it's not often that um people people don't really talk about um visually people talk about um when they talk about the unseen world and the spirit world a lot of times it's just like something that's felt a presence or something um not often not often do you hear people openly talk about seeing things like seeing manifestations of spirits this is one of the um the better books um i for a lot of reasons i've i've written a couple blog posts about the material in this book some of the other some of the other things i like about this book is where um nostradamus talks about he he had um spirits visiting him his entire life um that he could he could you know that he interacted with and he could um visually see in, in addition to feeling the presence so um and then another another good book um that gets people talk openly about um these kind of experiences this is a good one uh revelation the divine fire um you know 
um, people people um, sometimes call them um, ecstatic experiences or enlightened uh, enlightenment or um, but they talk about invisible so but a lot so a lot of people do have had visual stuff um, and also one of the other um, Uh, one one of the other aspects from the childhood story that I think is interesting that it that it comes up again with my near death experience is the is that story I was just describing where the um this this thing this presence this ghost whatever it was this entity you know I th had thought it was gonna um. It was wanting to get inside my body. So you're talking about two, two, th two things, two beings occupying the same body, which is, which is also what I describe in my near-death experience. The at the end of it, when I came, when I came back from that, and I was occupying two bodies. So that um, that theme or that concept or that idea. So it's kind of been running through my entire life. Um, so the symbolism there, you know, um, I'm wondering, I'm wondering um, what it, what it, um, what it means. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to do a probably analysis of the symbolism after I get done telling these stories, you know, when I get into the explanations of stuff. But um, yeah, that, um, like I, we, you know, I touched on that a little bit with the soul walk-ins and walkouts and and hybrids but you know you also have stories about um saints like in the in the, um um in the uh, historical past who um who bilocated by uh bilocated and they were seen in um in multiple places at once and this is an this is an interesting concept because Seth also talks about um, the concept of of um, an entity or being having more than one body. Seth Seth terms it he uses the term counterparts, and um, I don't have um, a specific. Um, page or book I can refer you to but uh he talks about it in several spots and um one of the big one of the big one of the big things overall or one of the points or messages he tries to get through is we we're gonna have to um we're gonna have to really uh, seriously reevaluate our um our ideas of what personhood is and what it looks like and what it is because we you know we really our science for all for all the things we've examined and looked at and taken apart and um experimented with it's kind of all been out outside on objects and things and um you know um how far into the universe we can see or how small into the atom we can see but we really haven't really looked looked inward and to examine the contents of our mind i mean we have you know we have um psychiatry 
and um so the yeah this is that's another big um issue that i'm probably gonna have to deal with in a separate episode um but um yeah i mean and you also have um you have uh, talking about our ideas of, of personhood you have um you have this multiple personality disorder, which is a fascinating um, condition or phenomenon. Um, and a, um, a book that, that has a good discussion of that is um, um, The Holographic Universe by um, Michael Talbot. Um, this one, um, there's a section in there on multiple personality. Um, so, okay. Um, I just wanted to point that out real quick and yeah, that'll probably be covered more in depth in whatever episode that's going to be consciousness or, um, probably consciousness. 